It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast powered by BlueChew.com. Bill Rossetti back with you guys here for another edition. Glad to have you guys on board as we are moving ever so closer to the start of training camp and we're actually going to start a little bit of a series now over the next few episodes we're going to try to get out uh, some training camp previews here we'll just break down a couple of the positions each day and just kind of look at the bat maybe look at the battles and just the the state of the roster in a sense at the t- different positions and we'll start today with the quarterbacks that'll be a little bit later in the show so stay tuned for that also want to talk about my uh, scott fishbowl team because my draft has actually ended already during the first week and i did get a uh, carolina panther in there so we'll discuss that in a little bit but i think the first thing i want to talk about today is the release of the madden 20 ratings uh ea sports today actually unveiled all the overall rankings and the, you know, the the, the rank or the rankings, the numbers for the uh, awareness, strain, you know, all all those characteristics that you've come to know and love with the EA Madden games, and the full list has come out for the Carolina Panthers, and no surprise at all, Luke Keekley is at the very top of the list at a 98. Overall, he was given a 99 in awareness, 86 in speed, 89 in acceleration, 83 in agility, and 86 in strength. Only one other Panther has at least a 90 overall, and that is Christian McCaffrey. So, not really a uh, a huge surprise there at the top. Cam Newton is a little low on the list, or at least in terms of you know number of players ahead of him. Greg Olson is actually next at an 89. Matt Paradis, 88. Gerald McCoy is at 86. Kwan Short, 85. And then Cam Newton at an 84. And then the rest of the players with 80s. DJ Moore, 81. Dante Jackson, Taylor Moten, Michael Pilardi, and Trey Turner all at 80s. And Trey Turner is probably the first big surprise there at just an 80. Uh, he's been one of the most consistent offensive linemen in the NFL over the last couple years. So to see him with that low of a rating, I mean, you figure 80 in Madden is just a little above average, and Trey Turner certainly is better than an above average uh, player. Uh, if you break it down, he was actually given an 88 for awareness only a 74 in speed, 82 in acceleration, 62 in agility, and 88 in strength. I mean, you know, we're, we're not here to say, like, he's blazing the world on fire with his speed, but it still just feels like Trey Turner kind of got a bit of a raw end of a deal here with just an 80 and uh, not, not even the highest-ranked offensive lineman on the Panthers, well, 
tied, I guess, you know, depending on how you want to break the tie between himself and Taylor Moten, both, both getting 80s. Uh, Moten, though, did get an 88 in awareness, so that's the same as Turner. Uh, Turner does have a better speed rating than Moten, better acceleration. Uh, Moten got the slight edge in agility, and they're very, very close, nearly tied in strength. So I guess you could... I guess looking at it that way, you can slightly put Turner ahead of Moten. This, this I guess, is just ranked by al alphabetically by last name. But still, Michael or er, Trey Turner. I don't know why I was saying Michael Turner. I'm thinking of the old Falcons running back, uh, Trey Turner. It still feels like he should be a little bit higher than an 80. But then you go down the list. Uh, Eric Reed is even lower. Eric Reed. Only got a 76, which for his for his play just is extremely low, I think. Uh, you break down his numbers. He got a 76 in awareness, which that feels way too low. 87 in speed, fine. 91 in acceleration. 85 in agility. And just a 72 in strength. So certainly looking at those... 70s or numbers in the 70s for awareness and strength really makes you just step back and think a little bit kind of what they're looking at so really surprising eric reed so th those i would think would be the two biggest surprises as far as uh the numbers and the ratings that they got and then you see mario addison got a 76 uh curtis samuel got a 78 shaq thompson Got a 78, so some some interesting numbers here, uh, to say the least. Rookie, and by the way, rookie Brian Burns got a 75. Uh, for those wondering if you hadn't seen the number, by the way, Matt Khalil, the former line, former Panthers tackle, now with the Texans, got a 69. So even Madden still believes that Matt Khalil is not that good. So at least there's a lot of players on the Panthers that are still higher than Matt Khalil. But uh, again, ju just wanted to point out some of the kind of head-scratching numbers, namely Trey Turner and Eric Reed on this uh, Madden rating list. But uh, overall, you know, decent numbers. I did... I did read somewhere, I believe they said the Philadelphia Eagles are actually the best overall team in Madden, though the rankings were not as kind to Carson Wentz as you would think maybe some, as some might think. But overall, decent rankings, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to change uh for example, I know Josh Klein was talking about them, and he feels that because we know Madden updates the rankings and the ratings every so often during the season, he feels Samuel's going to get up to around the mid 80s by the end of the season. So that'll uh, that'll be interesting to see. But that's kind of a brief look at the Panthers' ratings. For Madden NFL 20. Am I going to get Madden 20? Probably not. Um, the last Madden I got was Madden 16. And that was only because it was a package deal. 
with the Xbox One, so that's really the only reason I got that one. And then the last one I got before that was 13, so I really haven't been up on all the Madden games over the last few years, so ch chances are I'm not going to get 20. Uh, if you ask me, I'll, I'll sit there and play ESPN NFL 2K5. I, I still feel that's maybe the greatest football game ever made, and it was only $20, so I mean, it, it's a steal. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. But in any event, that's the Madden ratings. So we'll move on. Before we move on, of course, got to take a moment to thank our buddies over at BlueChew.com. Guys, if you want to have great performance in bed, you want to be ready to go, you got to check out BlueChew.com to get that extra confidence in bed and increase your performance. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, which brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, and you can even take them on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as a regular pill, so you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. So if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts... Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. There's a lot of guys out there that talk a good game. Blue Chew will help you with that follow-through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no more in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and no more awkwardness. They're made here in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. How cheap? Well, here's a special offer for you guys out there listening to get it for cheap. How about free? With just $5 shipping, that's it. All you got to do is visit BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On. So that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. To try it for free, all you got to do is pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So as we continue on, I want to talk quick about my Scott Fishbowl team, which, like I said, ended, or our draft ended on Friday. We actually got through the draft really quick. Uh, I've, I've been used to some of these drafts that have taken almost two weeks, and we were done in about four days. So credit to credit to my fellow league mates out there. They did a fantastic job 
really making quick picks. It was a really great pace, and it's it's an active group, so it's a going to be a great division to be in. Uh, everybody in the group seems very excited to be here. You got a couple newcomers, a couple uh, guys that have only been in the league maybe one or two years, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited to go. But overall, I feel pretty good about my team. Uh, quarterbacks, I ended up with Lamar Jackson, Nick Foles, and Dwayne Haskins. You know, obviously quarterbacks could be better, but in, in a league like this, you're going to have one division where, or one position rather, that's considerably weaker, or at least kind of a glaring spot versus the other position. So for me, that wound up being quarterback because I was kind of building up at the other at the other spots. But Lamar Jackson, I really like the upside in this league because you get 50 yards. As I mentioned before, you get 50 yards for every or you get a point for every 50 yards rushing and receiving. So I think guys like Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton are going to be valued a little bit more. And when I got Lamar Jackson in the fifth round, I was kind of hoping that Cam Newton would come back to me in round six. But alas, he did not. So fortunately, I had to settle for Nick Foles later on in the draft as my second quarterback. And then Dwayne Haskins, that's just a pure upside play, you know, just taking the chance that he's going to eventually become the starter in Washington, which I think he will. I think he's eventually going to snag the job from Case Keenum. Running backs started with Joe Mixon, as I said before, and then I ended up with Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Naheem Hines, and Jordan Scarlett. So I actually ended up with two Panthers. Uh, Scarlett just kind of a handcuff to Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you know, not that we want to see McCaffrey go down, but should something happen, Scarlett, I think, is going to be in line. I know Cameron Artis Payne is there, but I think they want to see what they have in Scarlet too. So that's just a pure um, lottery-type pick. Um, and again, just a handcuff for Christian McCaffrey. But the other running backs I like. Now, Joe Mixon going to get devalued a little bit again now because he's just lost another offensive lineman this, for this season as Clint Bowling just announced his retirement from the NFL at 30 years old. So no Clint Bowling and now no Jonah Williams for Joe Mixon. So if you haven't done your fantasy drafts yet and you're looking at Joe Mixon, just keep that in mind. They have to they're gonna have to shuffle the offensive line a little bit without Jonah and without Clint Bowling. So you're probably looking at guys like maybe Christian Westerman or Alex Redmond. Somebody's gonna step up or has to step up at that left guard position. Wide receivers is actually the position where I have the most players. I actually ended up, ended up taking nine receivers. Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, there's the other Panther. That was the big Panther I was talking about was DJ Moore. I like his upside here. Dante Pettis, Golden Tate, Tyrell Williams, Deshaun Hamilton, Randall Cobb, Taewon Taylor, and Danny Amendola. Uh, I just feel there's a lot of upside here, uh, especially with guys like DJ Moore, Dante Pettis, uh, Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, Thielen, I really like to kind of lead the charge. He's become maybe the most trusted receiver on that Vikings offense. I'm a big fan of Deshaun Hamilton. I think he's going to continue to step up. And then the last three were just kind of, uh, you know, just swinging the bat, just taking a crack at it. You know, Randall Cobb, obviously injuries have kind of derailed him, but maybe he finds new life in Dallas. Taylor, there's some buzz on him in Tennessee. They kind of are expecting some things out of him. And then Danny Amendola, I mean, somebody's got to catch the ball outside of Kenny Galladay 
in Detroit. So, you know, we'll see how they do with Amendola. And then tight ends, which, as I talked about, has has the uh, the bonus points. I ended up with Zach Ertz, Eric Ebron, Dallas Goddard, Delaney Walker, and Gerald Everett. I think there's a lot of upside here with my tight ends as well. It is interesting. I took both Eagles tight ends, but I think there's a lot of room that both can be very effective this year. I think you're really going to see Goddard involved more in the offense, especially in the red zone. Eric Ebron, we've seen how he just continues to or how he's just revitalized his career in Indianapolis. And I think that'll continue this year. Delaney Walker, obviously he's coming off that big injury from last season, but he'll come back. He should still be kind of the security blanket for Marcus Mariota. So I think there's some, some upside there. And then Gerald Everett, um, the two Rams tight ends are pretty tough to figure out between him and Higby, but it just feels like Everett is kind of the better upside play than Tyler Higby. I feel like he's kind of more involved in the offense and has a little bit better of a chance than Tyler Higby. But overall, I feel pretty good about the Scott Fish Bowl. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see if I can make the playoffs. I missed last year for actually the first time since being in the Scott Fish Bowl. So this year I'm trying to make it three out of four times making the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. And hopefully DJ Moore can be one of those guys to to lead me to the top. So fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. So let's talk training camp. Can't believe it's almost here. I mean, July 24th, everybody reports, which means the 25th first full practice. So I think we'll just kind of talk quick about the quarterbacks and kind of where, where we stand right now. I mean, there's no question. Cam Newton looks ready to go. He was throwing, at OTAs, it's it's still his show. No one's going to take that from him. I think the confidence level in him being ready for the season has to be pretty much at 100%. Um, there, there, there's no reason to believe at this point that, um, you know, with, with him throwing at the end of OTAs, he's clearly ahead of schedule. He's going to be ready for training camp. He'll be out there week one. And being healthy is really what's leading me to believe that this team is going to get back to where they've been over the last few years. I think it's going to show that last year was kind of a, an oddball year. Uh, it was, it was kind of, it was definitely a fluke that, uh, that they went on the tailspin that they did. And, and I firmly believe that the Panthers will very much at least be in contention, if not be a team to, because we always talk every year, about there's always a certain number of teams that miss the playoffs one year that go on to make the playoffs the following year. I think they've said every year since this playoff format started in 1990, every year we've seen four teams that missed the playoffs the previous year make the playoffs the following year, at least four teams. And you can make a good argument that the Panthers are going to be one of those teams, and that's because of the health of Cam Newton. But the interesting battle here obviously is going to be the backup quarterback spot. Who's going to be directly behind Cam Newton? Who's going to be first in line should something go awry with Cam Newton? And I think you have to feel probably either Heineke or Will Greer are the favorites. I know Kyle Allen went out there, played pretty well at the end of the season, but you also figure, like we've talked about before, this is probably a situation where – 
the offense was very simplified for him because he was just kind of thrust in there being an undrafted rookie. Um, Will Greer, they're obviously high on him. Uh, he, they see him as the future, at least to the backup quarterback position. As far as the starting quarterback, you know, time will tell. But if I had to guess right now, I think Greer will probably have the inside track on being the number two quarterback over Taylor Heineke. And I believe I'd have to look into it. I think Kyle Allen might still have, he may or may not still have practice squad eligibility. I'd have to double check on that. But because um, obviously they're not going to keep, I, I don't think you're going to keep four quarterbacks. I mean, there's, there's too much depth, you know, too many good players and needed depth at other positions that you're just wasting a roster spot, in my opinion, if you take four quarterbacks. So somebody's going to go, and it's obviously either going to be Taylor Heineke or Kyle Allen. I mean, Cam Newton and Will Greer are obviously locks for the 53-man roster. So really, it's not just that second quarterback spot. It's really Heineke versus Kyle Allen for simply a roster spot. And really, if you... The other side of the coin, too, is if the team does like Kyle Allen, especially after what they saw in that Saints game, do you risk cutting him and having someone? Because he, he made it through the waiver claims last year after being cut. Don't know if that's going to happen this year, if, if they try to cut him. I could definitely see a scenario where the Panthers decide to keep Allen as the third quarterback and cut Taylor Heineke, you know, it's not much of a, I mean, I think this is the only, it was only a one-year deal anyway for Heineke, so he's certainly not not guaranteed a spot, so there's definitely a scenario where Kyle Allen stays as the third quarterback, because like I said, I think it's going to be very difficult to try to stash Kyle Allen on the practice squad again, should they try to do so, I would have to think, and even if they do get him on the practice squad, I'm sure some team eventually would pick him up. But I think it would be pretty likely that if the team does try, does wave Kyle Allen at final rosters or at the final roster cut, I think it's going to be really difficult to be able to sneak him onto the waiver or onto the practice squad like they did last season. Some, some team's going to gobble him up either on their practice squad or bring him up on the active roster. But overall, uh, I think you got to feel pretty good about the quarterback position. Again, the big thing is the health of Cam Newton. I think that's got to give the team and the, the fans a huge confidence boost going into going into 2019 because it, it became obvious, and Cam basically admitted it in one of his videos, that that shoulder bothered him. And we, I mean, we kind of figured it out that that shoulder was bothering him. This this video obviously confirmed what we had figured out weeks prior. But now that that shoulder looks ready to go, I don't see there being there. I don't see a reason that this team can't win at least nine, if not ten games, and be in the thick of the playoff hunt. Uh, it's it's obviously a very competitive division, but the Panthers have shown over the years that they can hang with this division, you know, and it's certainly possible that 
the Saints take a step back, and the Falcons disappoint again. I know there seems to be a lot of love for the Falcons, but they are, they are such a tough team to figure out, and I think there's no question that uh, Dan Quinn is on the hot seat. If there's another disappointing season for the Falcons this year, I think Dan Quinn is gone, and this team is looking for a new head coach in 2020. You know, argue if you want if Ron Rivera's on the hot seat. Again, I think last year was just a, a tough roller coaster. I, th I think they bounced back, and I think Rivera... His seat may be warm, but I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat right now. But if things go awry early on, then that seat's going to start to warm up. But for now, I think Rivera is probably not quite on the bubble, but he's certainly not a lock to be here in 2020. So that'll, that'll wrap it up for the quarterbacks here. And I think we'll keep doing this. We'll just look at the different positions over the next few days, getting ready for the start of training camp again it's hard to believe it's next week already you know we'll start talking training camp and practices and then before we know it we're talking preseason football getting ready for the chicago bears and then before you know it it's week one against the rams so hopefully you guys are ready to jump on this ride but for now i think we're going to get out of here thanks so much for tuning in remember to follow me on twitter at bill underscore seti r-i-c-c-e-t-t-e Follow the podcast on Himalaya or whichever streaming app you choose to use. And until next time, have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.